0: This is InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. We've all heard the sales pitches offering buy now and pay later, sometimes with zero interest. While these types of deals may seem attractive, one advocate says these loans can
1: turn into spending traps. We'll have the story. Consumers are getting some of these items at a higher price than they might have had if we were all still using credit cards. There's a business model here that works for the financing companies and retailers. It's not clear that this is always in the interest of consumers.
0: Then, for those tired of the day-to-day grind, choosing to retire and do nothing sounds tempting, but doing nothing can quickly take its toll.
2: I think people misunderstand how important work really is, and by working part-time you still get socialization, you get money, you get a lot of things that work brings to you that you can't get any other way. Stay with
0: us. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. We've all heard the words, buy now, pay later, and it may sound like a great deal. But a consumer advocate says those offers may cost you more than you think. Here with the story,
2: InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. BNPL may sound like a railroad, but it's actually a loan, although you won't hear it described that way. It's Buy Now, Pay Later, a practice that's reportedly grown 300% over three years in the U.S. Now, federal officials are taking a hard look to see if consumers are actually getting a good deal. Joining us now with more is Chuck Bell, Consumer Reports Programs Director for Advocacy. Chuck, at first blush, it sounds like a loan with no interest, which sounds better than a credit card. Amid the concerns... Are there
1: benefits for the consumer? Well, this can be a very affordable method for financing for many purchases, particularly larger ticket items like a mattress or an exercise bike that consumers want to purchase. Typically, the way that these plans are structured, they have 0% interest. You pay 25% down on the day of the purchase. You get to take home the item, and then you're responsible for three more payments of 25% of the amount over the next six to eight weeks. So, if everything goes well, you get. Get the item that you purchased and you don't have to pay a financing charge for it so that's all great
2: now a person buying something from a major retailer might make those four payments as you described but it goes to a middleman company
1: With the buyer
2: paying no interest, how do these middlemen make money?
1: Well, they're charging a higher fee to retailers than are typically charged for the use of a credit or a debit card. So they are getting some consideration from the retailer for bringing in the customer. And the customers tend to spend more with buy now, pay later. So it's good for both the retailer and the financing company. But you've hit on a key point there is that when you engage in one of these transactions, you're inviting a third-party financing company into the relationship with you and the retailer. And many consumers are not necessarily aware of that. So if you have to make a return, you have to make sure that the retailer gives you a credit and that any payments you've made to buy now, pay later get appropriately refunded.
2: And there's also those fees that are involved. Miss a payment
1: and you can face late fees? How high might those go? Typically, a late fee for Buy Now, Pay Later plans around $8. It's not huge, and some of the plans cap it at a certain percentage of the item. So, for example, they don't want you to end up spending $100 for a $50 pair of jeans, so the fees capped at 25% of the cost of the item. And a missed payment can also bring on interest rates. I've heard that some of these could go 30%. Is that in line with what you're seeing? Well, not all the plans are 0% interest. I mean, I think that's one of the tricks or traps that consumers have to navigate around. You want to make sure the plan you're in has a 0% interest rate. There are some companies that also offer interest-bearing loans, such as Klarna or Affirm. And so some of the plans are structured to have interest charges, and you need to know that going in. So you have to really pay attention to the fine print of the specific plan that you are using. And
2: some of those interest rates then, therefore, could be higher than a typical credit card. Is that right?
1: That is possible. And for some customers, yes, they're paying significant interest rates for these purchases. And so that calls into question whether it really has the benefits that people are touting for it. And so basically, people need to really read that fine print you mentioned before. Yeah, so you want to make sure you know the specific rules of the program that you've enrolled in. You need to be prepared also for the possibility that you may need to make a return. So typically, you're going to get much faster customer service if it's a larger retailer who does a large volume of business and has a good customer service operation. If you're buying products from a smaller website or smaller retailer, it might be more complicated to get a return process, and that's something consumers need to bear in mind.
2: Is there sufficient federal oversight of these buy-now,
1: pay-later programs? We don't think so. I mean, we think there should be more data collected about how they're working and what the consumer experience of the plan is like it isn't always clear what rules they're using to extend credit to people, so it is possible that people may borrow more than they're able to pay back reasonably, and that is a concern. It's not a benefit to you to take out a loan that you can't afford to pay back, and some borrowers, there's evidence that they may be already overextended on other credit accounts that they have, so that's something that we are concerned about. We're visiting with Chuck Bell, Consumer Reports Programs Director for Advocacy.
2: Our topic, concerns about the rising use of buy now, pay later programs. Chuck, I'm quite sure that many listening now would say that adults are responsible for their own
1: purchases and really need to police their own spending. Your thoughts? Well, I think that's true. And I think also many people have a very positive experience with these plans. 0% interest financing is a great thing. Now we've heard from some customers about 10% who say they purchased an item that was more expensive than they wished and that they later on regretted making the payment with buy now pay later. So impulse shopping is something that people need to be aware of. And this maybe gets under your radar, it may induce you to buy something that you may regret later on. And then there's about 5% of people we've heard from who really do have a hard time making a return for like a trip that they've booked or goods and services that they've ordered. So that additional level of hassle is also something people may not expect. So yeah, I think people are adults, but sometimes there are tricks and traps in financial products and we need to make sure the consumer has all the information up front and has appropriate protections on the back end for customer service.
2: And when you mention people buying more than they wanted to, I wonder about those big ticket items that you just mentioned. Does stretching out the payments make it seem to the buyer that he or she can afford a more expensive item than the person set out to buy?
1: I think that's the whole idea. That's the whole business model here. And many retailers like Buy Now, Pay Later because consumers spend more for average order value. They are buying more stuff. There is less pressure on retailers to discount items for quick sales. So the consumers are getting some of these items at a higher price than they might have had if we were all still using credit cards. So that's something to bear in mind. There's a business model here that works for the financing companies and the retailers. It's not clear that this is always in the interest of consumers.
2: The Buy Now, Pay Later later program reportedly is targeted at people who do not have a credit card to begin with isn't that a red flag
1: Well, I think it's broadly available to everyone. There are some information that are collected by the lenders to identify who you are and your email address and some basic things. If you run into trouble with some of the plans, the most serious thing that happens is you just don't get another loan from that provider. But some of them do send the loans to debt collectors, and there's talk now about linking it all to credit reporting, which at this point there hasn't been credit reporting for these products. And so that's kind of a mixed bag. It's like, yeah, it's good in a way because it makes sure that people are paying back money that they borrow. But for some borrowers, they were able to get access to this type of credit because there were relatively few controls around it. So that's sort of a double-edged sword to that issue.
2: Under a typical buy-now, pay-later arrangement, could a person pay off the entire bill without any added charge? In other words, could they just pay off the whole bill and not wait for the four installments?
1: Yes, I think most plans will allow you to do that. It will pull the funds from your checking account or from a debit card. So you can do that. And most people are paying off the loan successfully, but there is research that shows about 30 to 35% of people each year have a late payment. So you want to make sure you're going to have the money in your bank account when those payments come due. And that's something that consumers really need to keep track of.
2: Finally, if you were to advise federal officials, what protections would you want to see?
1: We would really like to see more monitoring of how companies are handling returns and refunds because we hear from some customers that it's difficult to contact customer service and to get those refunds processed. And that is a new angle with this product to some degree that is a little more complicated than credit cards. And also with credit cards, we have a thing known as chargeback rights, which gives the consumer the ability to dispute a transaction if the goods were faulty or never delivered. And we do not have chargeback rights for buy now pay later loans. So in a way a credit card is still a safer means of buying a big purchase or booking a trip. Particularly for travel, we're concerned about the lack of chargeback rights. Chuck Bell with Consumer Reports. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure.
2: For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco.
0: Next, how to retire and not shorten your life. That story coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.